This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Today I will be showing the top 10 false teachings that now plague humanity. They are not in any particular order. However, they are not found in the Bible. Number 10. The Self-Glorification Teaching. A teaching that we are special. We are wonderful. That because we are now one with God, we are His glorious children and all lies. Here is how someone should see themselves because this is how Paul saw himself. Romans 7:24. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? We are constantly at battle with our sin nature as witnessed here. Galatians 5:16-26. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your own good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the laws of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sin nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in your lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There are no laws against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. If a person lives in any of the sins listed in these verses, that person is not one with God. They are in reality one with sin and so will suffer the fate of those that live in this sin. 
Now remember the verses from Romans and how Paul thought of his own mortal nature. Any who thinks of themselves as greater while living in this sin-filled body do not think much of God, our Creator. And if they do not think much of God, then who are they truly glorifying? Themselves. For they are their own gods. If it is peace in contentment people seek after by glorifying and pleasing themselves, remember these verses. 1 Timothy 6, 6-10 Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world, and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So, if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptations and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plague them unto ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people, craving money, have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. We will return to this later. For those that seek to make you feel glorious have another agenda in mind as well, which is another false teaching. But we will move on to something else at this time. Number nine, you are only guaranteed true salvation if you speak in tongues. This is what the Bible says. 1 Corinthians 14, 1-5 Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Seeking after tongues is a spiritual gift, but is meant more for a one-on-one -on -one time with God. It is something for one's prayer life, not for show to the world. I have and do speak in tongues. When I was first filled with the Holy Spirit, I spoke it, but I do not shout it out for all the world, for my gift does not lead to prophecy. Those that say you must speak in tongues and must do it for all to hear and see is not biblical. Thus, it is a false teaching, again designed by humans to edify the self and not God. Number 8. Celebrating Christian Events on Solstices This was established by the Catholic Church at the First Council of Nicaea. Their quote-unquote goal was to help pagans to accept Christianity. A prime example is the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. For hundreds of years after his ascension, it is something that people were trying to pin down. 
their best guesstimate is September from 4 to 2 BC, not 0 AD. But it was Pope Julius I around 350 AD that made this the day to celebrate Christ's birthday. And now all commemorate this day which is on or close to the winter solstice. The term quote-unquote Easter does not have to do with Christ's death or resurrection. From the New Unger's Bible Dictionary, this is said. The word Easter is of Saxon origin. Estra, the goddess of spring, in whose honor sacrifices were offered about Passover time each year. By the 8th century, Anglo-Saxons had adopted the name to designate the celebration of Christ's resurrection. So this is why we should not celebrate December 25th, as well as we shouldn't call Easter that name. I prefer Resurrection Day. Number 7. The Confessional We have only one mediator. 1 Timothy chapter 2, 5-6 For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave to the world at just the right time. To seek repentance from another human and then to say a few prayers does not relieve us of these sins. They stay with us and corrupt us and destroy us. Only the blood of Jesus Christ can wash away sin and having a true, repentant heart. Repentance is defined as the fact of showing that you are very sorry for something bad you have done in the past and wish that you had not done it. Saying a few words in a prayer and then going and repeating the same sin over and over is not repentance. It is acceptance of sin. We should strive to remove all sin from our lives no matter how painful it may be. This goes hand in hand with number six, sprinkle baptism. This is done to newborns in most cases. To a child that cannot speak, nor has any idea what is going on, nor do they know who Jesus Christ is. Heck, they barely know their own parents. This leads into number five, water baptism done before the age of consent and also not in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ said this, John 3, 5. Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Christ's ministry did not begin until he himself was baptized. Matthew 3, 13-17. This can only be done when someone has a true repentance and desires not to live in sin. Sin does not begin in any human until they reach the age of consent, which has been shown through the Jewish faith 
to be at the age puberty begins. This is when someone becomes fully aware that they are corrupt and need salvation. This is why this is said about corrupting children before the age of consent. Matthew 18, 1-6 About that time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him and put the child among them. Then he said, I tell you the truth, unless you turn from your sins and become like little children, you will never get to the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes so humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. But if you cause one of these little ones who trust in me to fall into sin, it will be better for you to have a large millstone tied around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. Acts 2.38 Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive a gift of the Holy Spirit. Not in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but in Jesus Christ. By the way, the name of the Holy Spirit? John fourteen twenty six. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things that I said to you. Is Jesus Christ. Number four, those who insist upon praying for all the world to see and hear. Matthew 6, 5 through 8. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray in public on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask him. I recently did an entire message in Bible study on this in episode number 103 entitled, We Are Not to Pray in Public. Look at that for a deeper look into the false teaching that makes people to pray in public in a way all will know that they are doing so. Number three, prosperity teachings. It is these teachings that also teach self-glorification. Those that tell you to seek after worldly treasures, to seek after wealth, luxuries, and comfort here in this temporal plane of existence. For your own self-comforts and glory, this goes 100% against what is taught within the Bible. 1 John 2, 15-16 
Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And by the teachings of Jesus Christ himself, Matthew 6, 19-24, Don't store up treasures here on earth, where moths eat them and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where moths and rust can't destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Your eyes are like a lamp in that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Enough said on this, for once you deny the word of Christ himself, you deny him to the world. Number two, teaching people they can live in sins that the Bible states will clearly not allow them into heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 9-10 through 10. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor rivalers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5 19 through 21. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, envy, murderers, drunkards, revelers, and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I have told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. It is made very clear. Live in these sins and never end them, and you will not go to heaven. Remember this from 1 Corinthians as well. 1 Corinthians 6.11 And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Spirit of our God. Do not say you cannot end these sins, for they can be ended as witnessed in this verse. They were water baptized and received the Holy Ghost and with Christ's help, they ended these sins that would deny them heaven. Will it be easy? I can say in all honesty, no, it will not.
it will be painful and shattering to your very core. But it can and needs to be done if you truly seek to be in the presence of God for all eternity. And we now come to number one. Those that follow the false teaching of once saved, always saved. This is nothing but a ticket to live in sin and never to truly seek repentance. It is also ultimately the greatest denial of Jesus Christ himself. For he makes it very clear in his own words that salvation can be lost. John 15:1-6 I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Each branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And each branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abideth in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If this is not enough, I refer you to my past podcast, number 69 through 71, Salvation is Not Guaranteed, Parts 1 through 3. So these are the top 10 false teachings that are corrupting millions into believing they are one with God, when that is the furthest thing from the truth. Seek after God through Jesus Christ, for His return is near and time is running out for everyone. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light. Make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus